Welcome to Zero Fucks Given. I'm Krista, and joining me today is Carson Block and Freddie Brick. What's going on, guys? Lots. That's your best ever intro. I know. That I, is. I got really excited, and I was like, no, no. It's because you just haven't had enough to drink yet. Yeah. <laughs> You're literally like four or five sips in, right? You told me it's better mm. when I drink. Honestly, like, every, everything better. about your performance is better. When everything you about you is better when you drink. Mm to excess for you. So am I annoying when I don't drink? Mm-mm. Um, you're enhanced. It's like, is Lance no, no, when, she's, when, I no, when she doesn't drink, drink is no, she annoying? No, it's like you're Lance Armstrong's good at riding a bike, but give that motherfucker Epo and he's front of the pack. You're a moderately performing secretary, get you juiced up, you are queen of the secretaries. And you see the douchebags that I work with. You're <laughs> listening to them right here, right now. Um, yeah, I'm the queen of the secretaries over here. Um, speaking of, I don't know. I want to talk about this item because I don't know anything about it. Soren having the same shoes as Edwin and the <gasps> implications of Soren's coolness. What's that all about? Well, hang on. Uh, <laughs> Not implications of his coolness, I think, for his coolness. possible coolness. <laughs> yeah. Okay. For his coolness that he perceives him to have, yet yeah. is not necessarily right, perceived well, by the rest of us. Tell our audience a little Look, bit I, about this item, because everybody's like, who cares? I think it's fair to say that short sellers <laughs> as a group. So who's Edwin? <laughs> we'll, we'll get to Let's... that in a minute. Okay. But I think it's fair to say that short sellers as a group we got I'm a lot of foreplay here before we stylish, fuck. Stylish, cool people on the planet. Like, as a group, if you kind of zoomed down, took 50 of us, you wouldn't be like, oh, wow, what is that? Like, a collection well, of... Come on, man. It, hang on. This, it takes a very stylish man to come in here and not wear socks with his Nikes and, you know... No, like, I think I'm, some, I'm Somewhat like high-water jeans. Like, I this totally... Is, this is stylish. What, what, what are you talking about? When okay, I look at the guys me... I work with, I'm looking at I'm like, look at this fucking Motley crew. Cool. We're the tallest midgets. Well done. You probably can't say that anymore. Fine. No. My uh, point being... It's a safe space here. You're in, is it, though? <laughs> you're encouraged to say it. <laughs> is it? I think... That Soren probably considers himself amongst the the more elegantly cool. dressed. Yes. Quaff, I could see that. Quaffered of, right. the, of the short sellers. But the bar and is low, but yes, he's, really he's like a, low. I don't know, the Cindy Crawford. I'll, of, I'll just put it out there. I've met Edwin Dorsey. Uh, I definitely don't think he's in the middle coolness of the short sellers. And uh, the other week, I need he, to see a picture of him. He posted a picture of himself. Can we see uh, it at the zoo or something? Okay. Uh, Is this Edwin? Edwin. Uh, Edwin writes so, a thing called the Bear Cave. Right. Um, so he writes a th uh, for uh, a, like a newsletter, a publication. Okay. Yeah, uh, which he sells for money, um, and anyway, he he posted a picture of himself and. Um, He's wearing these shoes, which I happen to like know as Enya. They're reasonably popular. And Soren pipes up and is like, oh, I've got the shoes as well. And the question is, is Edwin rising up the ranks of coolness? Or by wearing the same pair of shoes, 
Are they actually, and always have been, at the same level of coolness? What do you think? Well, I actually am bothered by another question or series of questions, which is, why would you know, just from seeing a picture, that these are Xenia shoes? And by the way, we had this little email dialogue, I think it was yesterday, where you were ripping on Chamath, Mm -hmm. and you said, oh, I don't actually think he's that smart. He just figured out how to wear Loro something, blah, blah. What? Laura Piana. Laura Piana. Yeah, like, what the fuck is that? What's... So he... ナンバーワンヒーイズゲイアズデイズロングそうですそうですそうですそうですそうですそうですそうですそうですそうですそうですそうですそうですそうですそうですそうですそうですそうですそうですそうですそうですそうですそうですそうですそうですそうですそうです
took him like half an hour to go through like red ties. I don't well, know if he's matching it up. He's also questionable, this okay. guy. The hue of the light and the... So, 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 you, so you want to know the truth? <laughs> yeah. I'm sitting there thinking like, which ones of these would Freddy wear? <laughs> oh fuck. <laughs> I better not choose that one. <laughs> so you chose like a probably a deep red, and if Freddie was with you and he had, which he was, fuchsia in that. I was like, you totally fuchsia. You are so fuchsia, no. you don't even know. Red's the one color. I just don't think it looks. No, good but you me. love pink. Yeah. I'd rock pink, but like. He loves so pink. I so I've actually heard, and I, I don't know whether this is actually true, but there's a theory, and maybe there's some research to back this up that when people are wearing red ties, mm -hmm. they are subconsciously perceived by others as untrustworthy, because it's like, mm. you know, red, stoplight, you know, that kind of thing. Um, Interesting. Is it? And look who's got an almost red blouse there. This is orange. It's badly washed orange. Yeah, okay, okay, yeah, it's yeah. true, it's a little faded orange, you're right. So that's like, whoa, hold up, you might, you got to think this one through here. This might have come from you. Might, well, you might want you, you might want to you might want to step on the gas. You might want to step on the brake. Hold on, That's Fonzie. What What's this story here? You probably don't know that right. Right. Instead of turning this into zero fashions, given, I know. let's yeah. move <laughs> on to the next. Okay. Item. Zero fucks about fashion. So given. this was a new item that was added today. Um, Scott had sent you this, but. Uh, the Dolphins receiver Tyreek Hill wants to be a porn star when he retires, and he said this on a podcast. Did you read? Did you? I did, and you know, like the whole time I'm thinking, I know what a thinking. fucking coincidence. Me too. <laughs> totally. <laughs> I swear to God, I was like, 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 wait a minute. Like you know, I'm like, I do a Carson scene with him as long as there's like you know, woman in the middle and all. But yeah, I'm like, dude. That's I've wanted that he my was whole dead life. Serious, and I think the guy who was telling it to was just. Uh, didn't know what the hell to say to him. Actually, when I, when I was in college, I met this guy who... Um, oh, here we who, go. This, this was at USC, right? And back then, they actually made porn in California. I think they stopped doing that ever since, like, California passed a law requiring you to wear condoms in mm. porn, which... It's the saddest it's thing like, I've ever heard of. I know, like, just come on, right? So, so but where, anyway... Where do they shoot the porn now? I think in Nevada. Huh. But, um, but anyway, so this guy was telling me that you know, there were uh, there was job opportunities available for the right kind of men as stunt cocks. And so he's like, you know, like your parents aren't going to, yeah. you know, see you or recognize you. So it's like perfect. So, um, yeah, that was that always intrigued me, that idea of, you know. So like, am I going to see like some random video with you in it or you're just. You're well, I don't know. Or? How would you recognize? Would you no, recognize? I, would, I would. Are I you would sure? Know. There, there I might have already seen it. Th there are some nights you've had a wee bit to drink, Krista. <laughs> <laughs> Question then. So do you have? Oh, what are you wearing? Well, so no, there's the two are questions fully... to my mind. Oh, well, yeah, God. and like I don't have to worry about fashion, you know, right? <laughs> I just go in like with it hanging out, and we're so, so we're good. This is, this, I have two questions here. Like, so I'm sure, like the biggest artists in Hollywood like have their own stunt double, and they want to try and match it to like the Actually, build. Yeah. And Tom Cruise does his own stunts. Tom Cruise does. Some, some of these guys do because their own stunts. Because he's protected by Zeno. So That's true. Nothing no, will come you don't to fuck him. with Zenu, yeah. Nope. But um, like, does like I don't know, whatever, like X male porn star, like does he? Because you have to like match the cock up, right? You you can't have like okay, it's some like Why are you dude with a twelve inch cock, <laughs> and then like the stunt cock comes in and like 
Uh, well, it's no, a but no, but no, but it'd be the other way around because you have you have like you hire this guy because he's a good actor, but he's got like a three incher. Yeah. So then you bring Which in I'm like sure the guy lot. with twelve inches, but isn't you know a good quality actor. Not a actor. gifted actor. He's not but a gifted actor. Have he you hasn't, ever noticed that he hasn't the, studied drama? That's never an issue because the actors never show their decks. Pardon my language, but. It's Wait, in porn? in porn? No, oh, I was just talking about regular movies. Sorry, I wasn't talking. <laughs> <laughs> what fucking planet are you on? I drifted What fucking planet bit. are you on? Like, <laughs> you're the one who talk, who read the headline about Tyreek Hill oh, wanting sorry. to do porn. Wow. Oh, wow. Uh. <laughs> I mean, do you think they have stunt cocks in regular movies? <laughs> really? What the hell are you laughing at? Gay boy? Whatever. <laughs> All right. Can we move on? Mom, I mean, for purposes of this podcast, okay, but this is definitely getting talked about later tonight. Shut up. Yeah. When, um, when we're at, when we go to see Dumb Money, because Soren has rented yeah. Dumb Money, and we're just going to holler out, like, hey, Krista, do you think they're going to bring the stunt cock? <laughs> Seth Rogen's stunt oh. cock. Oh, that's a fucking stunt cock. That's not really him. <laughs> Moving on, um, let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see. I don't know, what do we want to talk about? Um, we're gonna have to cut that whole part. <laughs> why? What, well, we're, what we're, you're like, let's see, let's see, oh. let's see. Not, not, not eh, she got the intro right. We can... Oh, ball tanning, new host Tucker Carlson, nut solution to... to... Okay, wait, so, to, yeah, don't, yeah but, don't, but... don't fuck it up. All right, so, not... so anyway, like no, the the whole the whole like Tucker Carlson did this documentary on. I like the title of it. Right, but okay. so he he did this I guess documentary on masculinity in America and. I mean, as an aside, I think he's a toxic clown. Mm-hmm. But there are some points to this, you know, like having young kids now. I sort of see how certain parts of society are really trying to shape boys into being like non men, but. That's for another day. But anyway, one of his, so he, he laments the declining testosterone levels that have been observed in American males. And um, that's a real thing. Yep. So one of his solutions is tanning your testicles. Yeah. And so his documentary, which I haven't seen, but it shows this graphic of this, I don't know, it's almost like a Jesus-like guy. He's like standing naked. He's got his arms outstretched. Yeah. And... It's like, you know, his, so he's totally naked, but the view of his cock is blocked, Mm. no pun intended, um, by some device that seems to be like a tanning machine. And you see this like red light being cast on his inner thighs. It's the red light therapy. I actually have one of those. Cocks or red therapy? Both, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) I have both, but that's for a different episode. So so, so anyway, like the, the... that would be, that would, we should discuss that. But um, so anyway, like this image that he actually showed in his documentary was widely ridiculed as, you know, for a guy who's supposed to be, you know, trying to act like the paragon of heterosexual masculinity is incredibly homoerotic. Anyway, I'm just like scrolling on Twitter, you know, like not yet hitting my, what is it, daily allotment of 600 tweets I'm allowed to see as an on blue check or something. And... I see a tweet from Mark Yusko. Now, I respect Mark. I like Mark. Um, and, you know, he's 
FinTwit personality. He's um, got um, in, in, you know fun to funds. Um, but as much as I like him, his tweet was about he's extolling the virtues of getting some sun. So he shows him outside. And he's got his head back and eyes closed and this expression on his face that made me think exactly of that fucking like testicle tanning Jesus <laughs> Tucker Carlson dude. So if you're watching this, it's always better in video than, you know, on in audio. So you're going to see the comparison of the two. But um, anyway, I just thought it was, I just thought it was fun. Funny. So, I respect the guy. I'm not, you know, I, I like Mark, talked to him a number of times. But uh, but that was actually just kind of funny. The, the ball turning well, thing come on the show. is super weird. Always reminds me of the South Park where they're trying to get like testicular cancer so they can access <laughs> weed. Like the the, right. the connection. I think that's there. genius. Do you guys know about perineal tanning? No. Um, what is that? This is the art of getting sun on. I think your asshole. Um, th this is like all part of the same. So I, so I so read. I, I once read this book called The Tao of Sexology okay. by a guy, guy named Mantek Chia, and you know this was recommended to me by somebody whose recommendations after I read this book I vowed I will never you know <laughs> trust. But yeah, like Mantek Chia is like, oh, you know, like you you know cancer, you know, goes like. You know, cancer is caused by infections in the rectum, so you should always, you know, salute the sun every morning by, you know, like pointing your asshole up at the sun, and it will sterilize it. And he goes in like, and that's why, you know, uh, that's why colorectal cancer rates among gay men are much lower than among heterosexual men. And I think there's absolutely zero evidence for that proposition, but right. at least that was my recollection huh. at the time. But this gets into like a very <laughs> Shocker, like this gets into a you know real world of pseudoscience and conspiracy theory and bullshit like that. But anyway, yeah, it the you know Jesus like guy getting the Tucker Carlson laser on his balls did also remind me of the South Park episode um, where they were all sticking South their Park balls in the microwave. Says, I don't know that South Park. Episode. So they so like KFC closed down because it was replaced by a um, medical cannabis store. And so Cal this is before Colorado had legalized it for general, you know, like general consumption. It was, so you needed a prescription. So all these guys in town, you know, led by Randy's father, were like putting their balls in the microwave so that they could like swell up and get cancer and they could get <laughs> scripts for weed. And so they're bouncing around town on their, on their in, in, hugely inflated genius. ball sack, totally high. <laughs> 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 it was like <laughs> such a great South Park episode. While we're on the that. topic of that part of the body. Um, I want to bring up um, I an mean, interesting uh, guy. I think we might have talked about him before. This, this guy who's trying to remain young forever. He's some Silicon Valley douchebag. Uh, his name's like Brian something. He, he founded uh, Braintree. Brian um, something who founded Braintree. Er, just Google um, I will. guy trying to stay young, Silicon Valley tech executive. I'll get a so lot of He spends guys. like a million, million and a half a year on like treatments to keep his yeah. insides young. So, so there's two things huh. just at a high level I find weird. Like, what the fuck are you spending $2 million on? I mean, like, even in the US. You think it's like shoes? <laughs> <laughs> just putting it out there. He's sticking Xenia ties up his ass. <laughs> I'm young. Sorry. So, two million is a real amount of money. Really, it kind of reminds me of the entourage where, um, you know, Marv, the business manager, 
is like chastising Eric because they're spending so much money and he's like, your brother's spending like $1,700 a month on vitamins. No one could vitamins. eat that many vitamins and stay alive. Like seriously, like, what are you spending $2 million on a year? So he has these weird things where like one of the treatments he did was like receiving some like a blood transfusion from mm. his son. And then he stopped doing Ooh. that after nine months. Oh, you're turning yeah. your fucking children into blood bags? <clears throat> Super fucking Ugh. creepy. Ugh. The, the other thing about it that I find weird is... God, I hate these fucking people. It, it broke down his routine, and he's spending about six hours a day on shit to keep himself alive longer. Even if, you know, you assume you're alive... If you assume you're awake 18 hours a day, which I'm not... Um, but let's say this dude is. <laughs> if you're spending a third of your day extending your life, like, net net, dude, you could just spend it doing shit you want to do. Not have to drag it out where you're like, oh, I'm 120, but I feel like an 86-year-old yeah. inside. All my friends are dead. Yeah. My, yeah. my children are dead. Yeah. Like, you know, I've outlived them all. And, um, yeah. But there's two things that he's doing that are really getting the deep end of creepiness. I'm gonna save the creepiest bit Wait, for the end. beyond, like, stealing his son's, son's blood? Yeah, At that's level, kinda... um, He's taken to monitoring his erections uh, while he sleeps, because he wants to get his level, like, of the sexual virility, I guess, back to the level of, like, an 18-year-old boy. Why? So, Why? So, so, dude. Like, dude, that sucked. So, all the, like, it's like, all you want to do is, all you want to do is fuck. All you think right. about is fucking, and all you don't do is, is fuck. Yes. <laughs> like, right? So, so there's two things about it. Firstly, if you have the sexual health of, like, an 18-year-old, you don't need to measure your erection in your sleep. You constantly yeah. have an erection walking around during the day. Exactly. So it just seems like a really kind of mm. stupid thing to be like, monitoring. Like think back to all those times in high school when the mm. teacher, you know, told you to come up and try to solve the equation on the board and you're like, no. Oh, <laughs> like, come on. I don't like, know the answer. This, I'm like, doesn't this, matter. This was, <laughs> I'll take the F. Like, this wasn't helpful. Like, come on. Right. So, so there's that. And then the second thing, which I'm going to show you, which I find super fucking creepy. Now I'm gonna is, like, no, look this guy up. Is this... the photo of this dude in the article. Ooh, what? Wait, what is happening? Wait, what's the, wait, who's, 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 that's the creepy dude, uh, Brian. That's the son. And is that the father? That's the father. Like, have you ever seen <laughs> anything creepier than that? Yes, you fucking there... have. Oh yeah. <laughs> That bad boy. That's <laughs> also pretty fucking sick. Why did you do that? Uh, I can't wait. Freddie, what shoes are they wearing? <laughs> yeah, we're gonna have I, to this show dude, Serious fucking creep, right? But that's that's, that's pretty on point. That's oh fantastic. That'd make wow. a great album cover for us. Yeah. I think his I, I think his son can't be saved at this point. I'm sorry to say. <laughs> no way. Is yeah. it would you ever even hug your father like that? What? He's like, I haven't hugged anybody since 1977. I gotta tell you, <laughs> that boys and girls is like the logical I extension. I can't wait for our viewers to what, see that. This, you allow that's Silicon crazy. Valley to like successfully. So that was the picture with the article? Yeah. That's so creepy. And do you think 
I, yeah. I'd say just, you know, just go and tan the testicles, man. <laughs> yeah. Get you a lot further with a lot less weirdness. I mean, no, less, I mean a lot just, less weirdness. I mean, it's almost, it's sexual. It's very, It's yeah, really, it's, it's, it's really, really sexual and gross. Right. I mean, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's, it's almost. It's a total incest vibe. I mean, it, it, sharing blood. They're it's pretty sort of reserved, like, but it's pretty creepy. Yeah, no, I mean, it's like. It's, it's, it's you kind of think and, like and that's the cover of the March issue of Nambla, you know, monthly or some shit. <laughs> that's I mean, exactly it's fucking what horrific. I was yeah, that's horrific. Fuck yeah. that guy. Like yeah. I, yeah. I hadn't even seen pictures of yeah. him. I hadn't, you know, read anything other than like he spends seven figures a year trying to live forever. Which I meant, like, I really hate fucking Silicon Valley people and so many of them. Mm -hmm. Right? It's just so I'm reading that Elon Musk biography, and um, it's funny because it. I read this exchange, this account of this exchange that Elon Musk had years ago with Larry Page, in which um, Elon was saying, "Like, dude, you know, like we got to watch out with the development of AI. You know, this could, um, you know, this could kill off humanity." And Larry Page, and it's funny because I've I've told people before I've had this exact same conversation with Silicon Valley AI douches in the past, where I'll say, "Like, yeah, you know, I think we've seen some movies about how this goes badly and." You know, and then they all compete to sound like the most fucking autistic when they respond. Well, if that were to be humanity's ultimate fate, then that would merely be a continuation of eons of millen of evolutionary processes that have occurred not only on this planet, but probably on many other planets. Who have, you know, like some shit like that. So Larry Page <laughs> fucking does that to Elon. And like, you know, credit to Elon for being, mm. fuck you, right? And so anyway, that's, uh, yeah, but I mean, that's just, this is just more of this like absurd... It's like, absurd. Let me see how just It's absurd. Yeah, like and I'm just gonna speak like I'm autistic and hopefully then people will like forgive the fact that like my father's jerking me off in this picture <laughs> while I'm like giving my son a hand job and stealing actually, his blood and it's actually, fucking horrible. Know. What? It's a Fuck good these time people. To talk about the recent hand job you got in public. Oh man. Uh, what are you talking about? I don't know. It's not Dude, on I, the board. It's I, not on the board, but this is... This is we asked you to include this. This is awesome. <laughs> now, as a guy who's had many an issue in the airport, I can very pleasingly say I have not had this happen to me yet. Yet. All right. So, last week when um, I, I'm, I flew up to Chicago from Austin, so I, I'm TSA pre, right? So, I go through uh, the pre-check thing. I mean, do you want to hear the fucking story yeah, 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 or do you want to like, you know? No, no, no. Okay. So, so like, you know, I keep the belt on because you're allowed to do that. So I walk through the magnometer and it goes off. Now the agent on the other side of the magnometer says, oh yeah, that's just random screening. Like it's programmed to go off one out of every yeah. X times. So they got to put me through the like hands up machine, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So I just go right to the hands up machine. Now again, this hands up machine is next to the magnometer for TSA pre. So presumably people going through it are gonna, you know, like have belts and shit on. So I walk through it and there's a different agent on the other side of this and he puts his hand up and he says, hold on. Um, yeah, he's like, you know, doing the earpiece thing. And then he says, yeah, okay. Uh, and I, I turn around, I look at the screen and, you know, I see like the outline of, you know, a, a figure there and it's it's got a box drawn around my waist. So, he says something about a belt and I'm like, oh yeah, my belt, right. So, you know, it's not three pounds of Semtex, it's the fucking belt. So I got the belt in my hand. I'm about to, you know, walk through the hands up machine again and, you know, he puts up his hand telling me to wait. And so then 
Now also, look, it's a checkpoint, so it's, it's already normally loud. The fucking fire alarm is going off at the same time. You know, it's telling everybody to go to the emergency exits. Now, fortunately, they had people standing at the emergency exits telling you, no, ignore the fire alarm, it's not real. But it's just loud, right? right. And so this guy, his demeanor now, he's got like this, this thousand yard stare on his face and, he's, and he just mumbles something at me for, you know, 15 seconds. It's like, no, pat down, like I can't get any, so I'm, I'm there holding my belt and you know, like, sorry, what? repeat that please. <laughs> I and you know, like all I get is pat down <laughs> buttocks. I'm like, all right, well, I mean, I've been patted down at these things before, so fine. So like I put my hands up, you know, like, all right, go ahead. And he asks, do you want to do this here? I'm thinking what, like, as opposed to add, like adding fucking 15 minutes to my, you know, yeah. time, like jerking off with you guys. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah, just do it here. Holy shit. I had no idea what I had in store. So in front of like all these people, he's, he walks around to my back, takes my, takes my waistband, pulls it open, looks down my fucking <laughs> pants, like see my ass. All right. Then he starts pat, like patting down my ass, like into my fucking ass crack, Whoa! way into my ass crack. Then up to, you know, like my thighs, no up to my ball, like, like ball, like, down. like into ball sack. No, no, you know, trousers or pants up. That's then why come, he asked if then you wanted to do it here. Right, then he comes around to the front and it's more ball sack. And then he actually, he's got his hands like on my dick for three strokes, dude. I mean, fucking like, it wasn't an accident. It was like, uh, 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 you know, it's like top, right side, left side, you know, and I'm just, I'm like, you basically what were the, raped. What the, yeah, seriously. I mean, like, what the fuck? I mean, I just, I was in shock. And then I'm like, I'm getting to get out of here because I don't want to fucking get hard. <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to ask that. Like, where you're like, what? Nah, no, but you know what? He was a ginger. So, like, oh. you know, it's just like, it gets definitely worse. not going to do it for gets me. Worse. I know, like, ugh. Ugh. that's worse. Ginger dude. Ugh. Oh, my so, God. Yeah. He was a ginger and he had no, two, but, but, man. two fingers. And it's <laughs> man, like, what the fuck? Like, seriously. Wow. Like, what, like, what the fuck is. I can't believe you rules. waited this long uh, to tell me. Well, it, like, what this the fuck is, is it about these rules that they've written? Like, you know, like, it's not going to cause the plane to blow up if you let me put the fucking belt through the goddamn conveyor and walk through it again, and you won't see the goddamn box there instead of, like, look, he didn't want to do it either. That's why what the guy had the thousand. Was this was Austin. He didn't, it, it's not like an Austin-specific thing. You know, it's not like the West Hollywood airport. It's, you know, like... This is just like standard TSA bullshit operating procedure. And That's I got, some I got to tell you, you know, shit. it's like I was joking about this during like, you know, the investigation, you know, that we went through and, you know, but it's like all these things that happen. It's like every time it's just like I'm a step closer to joining some fucking anti-government militia in Michigan. Like <laughs> I'm, more and more I start to think these guys have a point. Like, fuck you. Don't touch my dick. Like, yeah. just because I had the belt on still when I went through the thing. I mean, anyway, yeah. Uh, it's like... Ladies, yeah. you heard it here. 
And then lo and behold, a week later, Krista found that article about that random dude who's been dressing up as a TSA agent, uh, dressing <laughs> dudes off what? at the Austin airport. Yeah, it turns out it wasn't a TSA guy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Just some dude, Jen. Yes. Tur turns out that I he... I said that to you, right? Turns out that he found a way... So Crazy. Turns out that he found a way to make the magnometer beep at will. I, mean, I honestly did I not connect. I did not connect it. Like, wow. like the pre, the pre losing weight me would have gotten through there. Wouldn't have been jerked off. But like you know, wow. now I'm looking good. Like yeah, give me some beep. It's like you know, <laughs> like you know, LL, they're like arresting him. The LL in Cool J stands Whoa. for ladies love. Exactly. You know, where I think for me I should be like fucking T S A L. Oh, man. Oh, well, I'll have to avoid that, dude. Like, you know, go to Austin Airport. I guess I, I don't... I, I mean, you've had every other mishap one yeah, could imagine exactly. at an airport, so... I'm like, yeah, I see you, Ginger. I, I know this is not yeah. random. I bought my own loop. I like that you yeah. told us he was a Ginger at the end. Yeah. That's... Uh, I know. Ooh, it's just the coup de gras. Yeah. Ooh. Um, what else do we got? Um... Who wanted to who wanted to mention China assets are ridiculously cheap? Okay, so I so, I came across that Bloomberg had this mm -hmm. article last night that the um, <laughs> you wrote Alberto Fund the Alberta pension public pension fund CEO said um, you know, China assets are ridiculously cheap and so so like I sent this to you guys because I figured we were going to make fun of him but then I actually read the article and I think this is another example of Bloomberg you know just doing their usual clickbait bullshit ex exaggerated headline because he That's did he, he was talking about you know like they're investing pan Asia they don't want to invest in assets that are mm -hmm. in China but that are outside of China benefiting from China so muddy waters Asia Clearly, smart guy, super fucking smart. Very fucking Nothing smart. to make fun of at all. Yeah, very, Nothing at all. very smart. Very Muddy smart. Um, yes. <laughs> they um, wouldn't have heard any of that. No, no, no. Compliance, dude. Yeah. Anthony, they, they no, blur. no, Anthony, you're not taking it out. This government owes me. All right, especially after, they like, do. especially after making me soil my fucking pants at that checkpoint. Uh, this government owes me. You're not taking this out. So, yeah. Uh, what do we else? What else do we um, have? I've got Wait. an excellent business idea. Okay. Really, really. Like, this is, honestly, it's so good. I don't know if I'm going to broadcast it here, but fuck <laughs> it. So I was reading this article about... Um, some guys in India who are suing Facebook. Now, they are suing Facebook oh. because they have to work in one of these like little moderation booths where they're just getting... Oh, traumatized, right? Highly yeah. traumatized. And this particular group was screening for all the like white supremacist, um, neo-Nazi stuff. Bad move to have people of color screening out the white supremacist so This shit. is where I'm going. Now... I don't know if they are or aren't traumatized, but whatever. So I'm thinking, hold on, you've got this large population of people in the US who work for eight cents an hour yep. because they're in there prison. You go. There you go. And who on the, uh, on the planet is better qualified and is going to get more enjoyment 
than like dudes in the Aryan Brotherhood sat there sweating their ass off in prison all day to be the guys doing the moderating. Now, the best part of all of this is like, not only is the labor cheaper than India and Facebook are getting the fucking best guys on the planet at like clicking on white supremacy stuff. If you don't tell the dudes why they're clicking on this stuff, if you kind of gamify it internally and be like, look, if you, you know, click on the stuff that you think's the, you know, best, most hateful stuff and, you know, if you tag it correctly, like you'll get an extra one cent an hour. Imagine how fucking awesome they're gonna feel when they come out of prison and it turns out it wasn't a video game and they are single-handedly responsible for reducing the amount of like white supremacist hate on the internet by like 60 to 70%. Like that's gonna be the sweetest kicker. So, I am genuinely looking into this because I know there are all these like horrible companies that like kind of run sweatshop labors at prison. So if you work in the Bureau of Prisons, um, contact him. Or you know, you're hooked up with the Brotherhood, which I'm not super hooked up, but like, no. you no. know, we can put in a middleman who's like midway hatred and get me hooked up. Um, I'm kind of really interested to explore this and see if we can actually turn this into a real business model. Yeah, you know, problem is, and I, I think you and I have discussed this before, and you, mu you must have forgotten, but my version of this will way underprice yours. Okay. Okay, so my, my second biggest disappointment from the Trump years, the biggest disappointment being, of course, that, you know, he tried to overthrow the government. Second biggest was that when he kind of warmed up relationship with Kim Jong-un, that we didn't get access to North Korean prison labor. Remember we used to talk about all That's the wonderful true. things we could do with North Korean prison labor? Also known like, as the North Korean population. Right, well, <laughs> but the ones who are- Yes. The unfortunate among the unfortunate. Yes. So, yeah, like, I mean, what would it cost to get North Korean prisoners to do this? I mean, and them feel traumatized? Shit, like, this would be like the best That's thing they've had happen in their whole lives. True. Just wow. you know, yeah. That's the language barrier, though. Not really. I mean, especially with Google Translate. That's true. AI. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, we probably need an AI dimension into this. Yeah, so I mean, I I, pre I can appreciate the irony of the Aryan Brotherhood, but like, you just can't afford them. And like, P.S. I think some of them is just you know for the cause. They don't care if it shortens their sentences. You know, they're not going to moderate it well. But, you know, like, the North Korean prisoners, Okay. you know, they, they don't have the, the cushy, you know, prisons that the U.S. does, right? Like, they'll, they'll want to the get the fuck is, out. We know Kim Jong-un watches this religiously. So, uh, if you're watching, Kim Jong... Well, especially because there is no religion in yeah. North Korea. So, yeah. Other than he, the supreme leader. Other than that. So, yeah, if you're watching and Which you're trying is. to outcompete, like, I don't know, the California Prison Bureau... Give us a call. Well, I'm not sure there's a California Prison Bureau anymore. They all seem to be on the streets. Which, speaking of that, so like, then I went to San Francisco and I, uh, I had Good to go. old SF, how is it? I mean. Kind of seems like everything you've heard. I mean, it was. Is I, it worse than, I mean, first uh, of all, listen, did you go out to dinner there? I didn't even speak to you. I did. Where? And you know, I was disappointed. So I went to Hillstones and mm. I used to love that. I used to love that restaurant in San Fran. Yeah. So first of all, it used to have excellent service, better than San Francisco. So when the rest of San Francisco started 
you know, imposing those, they call it the SF mandate, mm. you know, which is always bullshit. It was, it was always optional. They did not have the SF mandate. As soon as a place puts that on the bill, like service goes to total shit because it's like, you totally know. Totally agree. Yeah. So, but anyway, so I was, you know, I unhappily saw that their, their SF mandate is now 5% at Hillstones. You know what they don't have on the fucking menu anymore? Artichokes? No, they did have the artichokes. That was, that was the saving grace. They didn't have prime rib. Like, what? Yeah, what like the, the fuck? No, they don't have I prime mean, rib. I mean, Hillstone is known for the prime rib. Not anymore, apparently, at least not there. And then the other yeah. funny thing, and this, you know, uh, so I ordered, like, you know, a, a nice New bottle spinach? of wine. I ordered a nice bottle of wine, and, uh, and I asked them uh, if they decanted, and they're like, oh, we don't have decanters. So they brought out, like, a fucking ma a big mason jar. <laughs> what? And, like, for a $300 <laughs> bottle of wine? Like, sorry, did you really? think I meant so, moonshine? What are we doing yeah, here? So, What's going so on? So, like, that, so this is just, a, I think, a sign of the general deterioration uh, of Hillstones in that, you know, this is one of the wine capitals of the world, right? And they're, oh. So you know, I was curious, but, like... But, but, like, to your bigger point, so here's, you know, I, I think, like, a few weeks ago, I, I bitched about, like, the bag, you know, when I, we were back in uh, Sonoma yeah. County, and I was teaching my kids that, you know, they need to do the right thing and use the self-checkout lane at the supermarket so they could say zero bags and then take a bunch. So anyway, so there I am at Target, right? Like I had to go and buy some shit at Target and, um, you know, um, getting rung up and she asks me for, you know, and this is in San Francisco, like downtown San Francisco. And she asked me if I want a bag and I get charged 25 cents for it. And I'm just like, how about I fucking shoplift this bag? Like, I'll pay for all the other shit. Yeah. I just want to shoplift the fucking bag. Like, the irony of, like, this city is still charging people 25 cents for fucking bags. Meanwhile, When everybody's, like, ripping the retailers I mean, off horribly. so badly, they're closing Horrific. everywhere. And, you know, the other thing is, like, bags have a role in actually totally. preventing theft. Because, you know, if, like, people are walking out with shit in their hands because right. they didn't pay for it, you know, that used to be a dead giveaway that you didn't pay for it. But now it's like, no, I'm just, uh, I didn't want to pay the 25 cents. I'm an eco-friendly, you know, fucking shoplifter. So anyway, it's just, it's like, it, it, this California is so thick with irony. It's almost like, I mean, you just can't write these jokes. I said I want to bring it back to fashion, but you can use bags for shoes as well. So that's, that's another thing that's oh, good boy. about bags if you're in San Francisco. Because a lot of dudes are rocking that look. See that you know that? They're homeless crackheads. One for a good time. Call Freddie. I swear to God. Um, so where you were staying was the Four Seasons, which is downtown. Is it cheaper now? It must be a lot. It was it like was, it was like what five hundred a night, which yeah, is yeah, like four fifty. That's, that's like, like four fifty. That's down from a lot. From a lot. Can, and considering that everything else went up quite a bit yeah. during that period of time, like that just tells Dan's you how. Dan's like, I'm staying there too. I'm like, Dan, it's like, <laughs> it's like the. The Holiday Inn. Is the, is the bar still, still good there? Yeah. What's, What's that? Like the, the bar? bar. Yeah. Well, that was always nice. Yeah, the bar is still nice. We, you know, we should, like, have had, we should have had our dinner at the Four Seasons because, That's yeah. what I thought. I was like, he didn't but, ask me. I'm, but I'm like, I wanted, the, gonna, I, I wanted the prime rib. I wanted the I want, maybe get no, raped or maybe no, I want to go. <laughs> I, I wanted the prime rib. Like, that's what I was fixated on. So I, like, dragged all these Shit. dudes. I'm like, got, I'm like, no, you got to check out the prime rib there. Like, I dragged, you know, all these dudes there, you know, like six other guys, so like, eat? for the primary. Honestly, though, I, I gotta say, Hillstone 
because they they have. Um, they still have a great French dip sandwich. They, though. they, had they that. also like it's always got a good vibe and like the staff are cool and like the bar's always busy and like, I think they have like music as well at that one. But, you know the service wasn't like that even really that attentive to be to be honest and like we we ended up needlessly bribing the um, the hostess like two hundred dollars. So I dropped a C because I wanted to have the two tables next to each other, and then Dan went and dropped a C, and I was like, I'm like, why'd you do that? He's like, what do you mean? I'm not going to the... And and he didn't know that I had done it, but but anyway, (laughs) it's like, you know, so we dropped $200 to have the tables kind of next to each other, which they were actually across the aisle. We still got, like, pretty inattentive crap service. And a mason jar to decant. So uh, I don't know, man. I love that it's just, mason jar it's just, to decant. Nice times in F set. It's just wasted on them there. That's the bottom line. It's too bad because it's a pretty city. And it's, it yeah. used to be. Used yeah. To be. yeah. I mean, just you know, if you could just neutron bomb it. Like, I mean, I would be scared you know, to be on Market Street. Like I was, I was like picturing you guys like running for your Uber or car. You know, like literally on wherever, like. Yeah, like, like so you never know when like some fucking crazed TS agent's gonna come out of the shadows and fucking <laughs> grab your dick. And there's always that. Well, we can end it on that. Oh, actually, do we have anything else? I think that's it, dude. I think we're good. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. I didn't. Um, who who wrote that last one? I mean, I I wrote it on the. Oh, Christmas parties. Yeah. So actually, one more item. You know, that was that was the other business idea I had. So Russell Brand seems to be getting canceled for business some quite rapey stuff. Um, quite what? Rapey. Rapey, rapey um, stuff. And I was just thinking, like the amount of people now that have been canceled. TSA is always hiring. <laughs> the amount of people now that have been canceled, like across the spectrum of like you know twenty, thirty years of. Um, you know, politics and entertainment and all these things. You could put together a fucking kick-ass, like, and and now a lot of businesses are also, like, they're downsizing, they're trying to cut costs, be more economical. We're entering the festive period as we film in September. A lot of people are probably trying to plan their Christmas parties. We already did. I reckon you could get, like, kick-ass Christmas packages together with, like, formerly disgraced celebrities. So I'm thinking... R. Kelly doing the music because like everyone knows those tunes like even if he's a bad dude well you gotta kind of figure out when he could get to a payphone right (laughs) (laughs) so it's not as easy as you think so we can't just have him for like two hours and like (laughs) ship him back I mean look I, I don't know like what kind of deal can you work out with the prison guards right so no one knows us, so we need to I mean, it's like I you, you can say, like, oh, well, I, need to I, want, get on the horn. I want Harvey Weinstein to produce our corporate promotional I video, want, but, like, I how would wanna. you get him enough yeah. time to do that? Harvey's going to be really difficult, scary but uh, I, I think, like, you can really, you know, you can have Russell Brown warming the crowd <laughs> up. I mean, you'd obviously have to keep him the fuck away from uh, the crowud. The crowd, but... Uh, <laughs> Put personally, kind of like when Obama uh, did his address mm. when he uh, was elected president, he had all the glass in front, mm. and if he just kind of did that, that that would be okay. R. Kelly for the entertainment. So, like, it would still be kind of big names. Like, no one would really know that, like, oh, like, you know, like, you guys are really cutting back. You can probably get these guys for cents on the dollar, so you can preserve the kind of allure of having a big, splashy Christmas I party. I kind of like you're, this. You're really only competing with the uh, license plate business for you know their for yeah. their time. If you know, that's so, true. Maybe, yeah, maybe the the California yeah. Bureau of Prisons, which I swear must not exist anymore. <laughs> um, like but if prisons. it did, in they, California, yeah they, yeah, they could basically be like a talent agency. You know, yeah. and like 
you know, broker, you know, broker some of these guys. I do. So anyway, um, I don't know how I feel about how much. How much talent do you think is there in North Korean prisons? Not. You could underprice it. Not a lot of name recognition. That's the issue, right? So you know, you you want to combine that brand equity with cheapness. I don't know, but you know, like the some of those Korean movies, South Korean movies have done very well, right? Like uh, Parasite and. Uh, like what was that one that Quentin Tarantino rented Parasite. his uh, name out for? I actually oh, didn't like, yeah. it. like it. Oh yeah, uh, old boy, old boy, old boy. Yeah. Old boy, I like old like boy was okay. I don't know. The parasite just got ridiculous. But anyway, you're ridiculous. <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> like yeah, like I think CSA in the north they could know. do it like they do in the south. You know what I mean? So even cheaper. I'm uh, you know. No right. We got to look into this. So the next which, you know, will return enormous amounts of money to investors, guaranteed, uh, will be the North Korean... North Korean... Yeah. Lots of opportunities. Yeah. Are we going to have to beep a lot of this out? Nope. No, I'm, I'm, this is First Amendment shit. When I say it's going to rock, it's my, that's fucking First Amendment shit. All right, okay, like, Marta. you know, like, no, no, no. I mean, you know, like, don't push me on this. I will go to Michigan with an AR. Uh, I guess I'll I buy it there. I will push you on it. Because I can't get it on the plane, right? It's, you know, I can't even get my fucking belt on the plane. <laughs> All right, anyway, Kristen. I'll take it away. Thank you for joining us this today. I was going to say this evening, but it's not that late out. Yeah, you're just looking forward. Anyway, cheers.